Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Okay. So we talked about, um, definitely thank God I still had that piece. Um, that we were talking about, um, your first really encounter with God and, um, how you had your experience. I know it's very similar to myself, um, having, uh, kind of sort of pre-experiences, with God way before I actually turned my life to him. So um, you can continue yeah. with that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just had those few experiences where I had felt guilt. And then at the time I didn't know, it, but it was repentance of, you know, trying to make an effort to not do it again. But of course I ended up falling into it over and over throughout those years. And until eventually like, uh, I didn't feel bad anymore and I didn't hear from God and it just like, we just really didn't know each other up until this Mm -hmm. year. And that's a long time to be living without God and live in any kind of way because so much could have happened during that time. Right. I totally, totally agree. Can you still hear me? Yeah. I totally, totally agree. I think it's the same with me is always call it some like a feeling of disassociation with self. It's like when you're masturbating or you're doing a sexual act with anybody else, it's like, you're not really thinking about it. But then once the sexual act is already done, it's kind of like we come back into ourselves, our true selves. And it's like, Oh my goodness, what have I done? And then once we're trying to apologize to God, it's like, I hope he forgives me because this is truly a habit of mine. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like so interesting that you brought up dissociating because I just thought a lot of times when I was feeling actually and how you you name and everything, I had a whole different life when I was um, be filming and then after it was done I came back home felt like I had just been a person like mm-hmm. I remember the stuff I would be doing when I was out there oh yeah that's totally the same with me is I would sometimes look in the mirror and not really recognize myself um, not feel like myself um, like I said complete disassociation with myself and so how do you deal with I know as a woman who has struggled with my sexuality, um, as a human being who struggled with my sexuality, one big thing that I deal with is other people telling me that either I wasn't truly and authentically gay and or there's no way that God could have turned me away from living my life as a bisexual woman because that's truly who we are and our sexuality is ingrained in our biological beings. So how do you deal with people when they come to you and tell you that? Yeah, um, I guess with my struggle is that you first become Christian and people expect like a complete utter perfect change the next day and I know for some people it is like that and like praise God glory to God for that but for other people it is a daily thing and typically it is a daily thing and some people might have these struggles until the day they die which if that's what Jesus needs us to do then that's what we gotta do right but I think 
we got to stop being so hard on not only people with different struggles than us, but even people in the um, LGBTQ community also, because some people do change. Like it is a, and it's a different walk for everybody. So we can't put our own journey and try to fit someone else in that box. Right. Yes, that's the biggest thing is um, a lot of Christians get mad at me because I sympathize and empathize with the LGBTQIA plus community. And they don't really like that, you know, um, in a way they think we're supporting the sin when in all actuality, it's like we're two human beings that completely understand what it's like to be in that position and know and understand what it's like to also be religiously abused to the point where you don't want anything to do with God because of the abuse and the bullying that you're going through. So we're showing authentic love to the community of our brothers and sisters, but I definitely know what it's like to get a lot of hate from the Christian community for doing so. Exactly. I feel like they're viewed as a totally different thing that I guess they can't put their finger on so they don't know how to react to that community Mm -hmm. but as if somebody was addicted to anything for years on end it's ingrained in their brain like their body became um dependent on that basically so it's hard to just like tell someone oh stop it like that's just not right it's I always tell people that it's always a story The same reason that we are, just like you said, we could be addicted to anything. And for a long time, outside of sexual addiction, I was addicted to hating my biological mother. And see, a lot of Christians, we empathize, not empathize, but emphasize on or hyper fixate on homosexuality when there are things that are just as much of a sin as sexual immorality. And one of those things for me was unforgiveness from my childhood and practicing that and being so addicted to feeling that unforgiveness towards my mom that I felt like I was born to hate my mom. Like there was no way I was related to this human being. There was no way every time there was something wrong, I found ways to justify why I felt the way that I felt for her. Um, and so that is, of, of course, besides dealing with my own sexuality, how I'm able to empathize with other people who have other addictions is knowing and understanding. I know exactly what it feels like to feel like that is a part of your being. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, it's not going to take, you know, just a couple of texts or a conversation to get people who do things or have done something their entire life and it became their identity First of all, if we want to help them, we have to first let them know that we actually do genuinely care and show them. Two, we have to make sure that we can show them like how it is wrong. Like it's a process. Like we can't just take someone from A to Z and expect them to be holy just like that. Because like that's just not- yeah. And now it's wrong. Even now, after kissing nine nine my flesh, it's still really hard sometimes. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's, I totally agree with it still. And I think that's what we need to let people know more. 
is the difficulties that we still struggle with as Christians um, from selling my body to living as a homosexual to engaging in pornography. And at times, my thing is, I don't have a job, you know, and a lot of the times when it gets difficult, thank God that, you know, I can still be able to provide. But when it gets difficult, I always think about resulting to where I come from, but and what I used to do. And a lot of Christians don't speak about that to other people. Therefore, they're trying to give this impression that we're these perfect individuals when in fact we still struggle just as much as them. Right, right. And I think that's one thing that's really important is that especially for the youth and seeing other young Christians on social media just like in any other scenario, like looking up at any influencer, mm-hmm. you only see what you, they want to show on their uh, platform. Right. And so you don't see the nights that they do struggle. You don't see the thoughts that they're struggling to deny and to cast down, mm-hmm. you know? That's, that's the biggest thing is people need to be more honest and truthful. You know, I remember reading in the book of, Timothy, where it was talking about how the law of God was, and it listed all these people that the law of God was for, and I never seen a perfect person. It's, you know, drunk people, adulterers, sexual immorality, A, B, C, D, E, F, and it's like, wow. So God is for me, is for me in all my jacked upness. And it's time that we speak more about that in churches because it seems like every time a pastor comes out with a problem, people are so shocked that he's a human being and that he struggles. So that's why I'm like, yes, we definitely need to get on the phone and discuss this because though a lot of people will be shocked, it's the truth and it's the reality of most Christians. Right. And one thing that I thought about is that if I'm going to have this platform to help people, I want to help them by relating to them in many ways as possible. I don't want, I want them to know that like I still struggle and this is what I'm doing that helps me. Right. I don't want someone, because I get DMs all the time saying like, oh, how long did it take since you got serious? Like how many times you yes. fall you got it right? And I'm like, I just fell a couple of days ago. Yes. Like, you know, it's, it's a daily thing. It's not, I mean, it's battles every day. It's not just one big war. It's constant. The devil is going to leave you alone, but he's going to come back. Right. So we just have to make sure we're telling our people, like, they got to be on their toes at all times. Yes, that is. And if it does start getting easier, that's when you should be watching out for real because he's going to sneak up on you. Then. Yes. Is every time, mm-hmm. every time I get like super comfortable every time I'm like okay you know I haven't done this in a week that's when he reminds me oh I'm about to come back right it happens to me all the time so that's why I'm so happy that we got together and we discussed a real topic to help real people so for the people that don't know where to find you, let them know um, where to find you and all your social media and YouTube included, any business ventures, anything that you're doing, because they're definitely going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can follow me on TikTok at the creating king, creating with a K and uh, Instagram is David the Royal. 
I don't have a YouTube channel right now, but um, it's been on my mind a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not really working on too much. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, but it still is very good to talk to you. We are definitely going to get together more. I hope one day, once all this COVID stuff dies down, um, <laughs> once all this COVID stuff dies down, we can actually sit down and have discussions um, personally and in front of uh, the masses. Because I know that this is what they want to see. I know that you get a lot of DMs as well asking, how have you done it? Um, along with myself every single day. So it's definitely very good that we got to sit down and have this conversation. Oh, are you there? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, it cut out for a little bit, though. Okay. Um, I was just saying how it's good that we had this conversation. Um, yeah. And I cannot wait to sit down and have this conversation in front of the masses, as well as meet in person and have this conversation. Right. Me as well. Just let me know if are free. Yes, for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. All right, you have a good night. You too. Bye.